friends, and welcome to Life of Love. We're here for another great episode. I'm so excited to introduce Anmol Singh. I, um, I'm just so delighted to introduce him. He's a financial trader and an author, and he's here to share his insights on abundance and spirituality. So I realized that I wasn't giving my audience enough rounding. Like we need to be abundant in our, in our, um, spiritual, you know, self, but we also need to be about need to be abundant with our material so that we can have that security and, and have a basis for, for spreading our, our gifts because we can't give unless we've received. So, um, I'm really excited to share this insight with the audience. Welcome and I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to chatting with you. Great, great. Um, can you tell us, have you always been an abundant spiritual leader or um, have, have you had a little road? Can you share with us about your your story? Uh, sure. So definitely far from spiritual, you know, early on. It's uh, some of the, one of those things where, you know, you go through life and you start noticing uh, not only patterns in the world, but also patterns in your own mind, right? Your way of thinking and how you do it. So I think growing up, definitely not. I was, I always had an element, like always was attracted towards uh, spiritual teachings and, you know, the mysticism and all of that. I was always been attracted to that, but never really dove into it until uh, very recently, maybe just a few years ago. Uh, and I think as person, you go through your life, you encounter maybe struggles, you encounter or even the good things that you're really grateful for. And you're like, wow, like how did that even happen? Uh, so then as you start studying it, then you become more and more spiritual because it's all interconnected. And I think that's what I'm really excited about in this day and age, that there's a merging of science and spirituality via quantum physics. And it's no longer just a thing out there in the ether that you just believe in. It's actually been you know, proven in different studies. So I think I'm uh, super excited about that. And that's what really got me curious into it. And I've been you know, researching or just reading up on all these topics ever since. Wow. So you had a curiosity about it and then you were able to, to put it together with the, the idea of quantum physics. It, it lights me up too. I love the idea that we can, we can influence things around us just by our, our state and, and the way we were presenting. Um, can you share, can you share what the light bulb moment was where you're like, I can use quantum physics to help my, my financial, my bottom line, or did it just happen coincidentally? And like you said, you were surprised. And then you looked back and said, okay, that was, that was me putting forth something in the, in the field. Like give us some insight as to how you came to your conclusion. Uh, definitely. So believe it or not, contrary to what people think, trading and investing is what made me really curious about like the mindset, the, how the mind works and what influences that. And that all happened with trading because trading is one of those professions that not only brings the best out in you, but also can bring the worst out in you because you're risking money and it's, there's a fine line between trading and investing and gambling. It's a very fine line and uh, it's a pretty blurred line for a lot of people. So having worked with a lot of traders and investors in the industry and coaching them through it, I really realized that there's the mental blocks that hold people back, like they have either money blocks or beliefs about money or what it actually means. Uh, and that's what really got me curious about like the mindset and working with people. Uh, Cause I was working with people who were really successful, like executives of higher companies. They may be retired, they left their job. Now they come into investing and now they're a completely different person because the market can really uh, you know push your buttons at sometimes when it's got, not going your right way. And that really got me curious of why people do what they do, how the mind functions, and also, spirituality is a way to get centered for a lot of us, right? 
we're involved in the markets. It's high paced. You're, you know, doing all these, you're risking a lot of money and it could cause a lot of issues, you know, like um, psychologically as well. So really getting humble, really getting centered and realizing that if you put out positivity, it does affect how you show up on your work. It absolutely affects it. I've seen people who were completely the wrong mindset, really good at what they do. They're really good at their skill. But if they don't have the right mindset and they're not connected, I guess, to the source, they're going to find ways to lose it. They're going to find ways to sabotage themselves. They're going to find money will find ways to leave your account some way or the other. There's going to be an emergency that happens, medical emergency. Maybe you make a mistake when it comes to your investments. Uh, money will find a way to go if you're not like centered with the universe. So I think uh, that's kind of how I got into this whole world, uh, just working on myself, you know, realizing why are things holding me back, you know. My first two years of uh, my career, I lost money every, you know, the whole throughout the year. And it was a tough, challenging time. And then you realize, why do I keep doing the same thing over and over? Like, and then you'll find these patterns because, again, as I say, we're all connected. It's the quantum entanglement. And every belief you've had has already been thought about before. And so you can create like you can change your perspective on things. Right. So like change your they call the assemblage point. You change it and look at it from a different perspective and then things start to make a whole lot more sense. Mm. It is it is hard to get that grounding and centering when you're you're feeling like, oh, my gosh, a rub's, rug is being pulled out from under me. And, and here we go again. And you just feel like you're, you know, sometimes the stock market feels like you're on a you're just out there on a boat and you're just like, whatever. <laughs> You know, like, well, here comes a big wave. And my investors always say, um, we have financial advisors are like, you know, it, it goes up and down. And, you know, the, the biggest thing is not to freak out when it goes down, because that just means it's it's going to go up again. And that's just how it goes. But I, they've my financial advisors have talked me through some things. I never call and freak out, but I'm always like, so how does this work? You know, because I, I just give them trust and I send them abundance because that's their job <laughs> when you're saying the assembly you said the assembly it's like the assemblage points so in the traditional like i guess the toltec teachings they talk about the your assemblage point which is your point of view and everybody has many different points of views in life because it's every everybody has different lives in the quantum field uh your best version's already out there somewhere in the ether your worst version's also out there in the ether and you are one just one point of view and then you kind of looking at it from different perspective like turning it around and looking at it at what the best version of myself would be doing right now. Like, how can I get closer to that? What's my worst version going to be doing right now? And then avoiding those things. So just changing the perspective in a nutshell, in practical application, that would, what it would really mean. Wow. So it's, you get to be really creative. Yeah. You create your own destiny and you know, that, that could be the best thing in the world. That could also be the worst thing in the world. Right. Cause it's all on you. Like, it's literally all on you you got to check yourself, right? Yeah. Check yourself before you yeah, wreck exactly. yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wow. So I can imagine like people could go in it different ways because, um, I know some people like dream boards and so maybe you could like you know, if you're in this situation and you're like, well, my, my, um, my stock just went down, I don't know, so many points and you could put yourself like, okay, I could be over here freaking out and, and selling it and being frantic, or I could be over here and, you know, create a vision board with, you know, that it, it's going up and that it's like, what else could you put on that vision board when, when you're, 
is it just to get deep in yourself and say, um, self, what, what is the highest expression of this situation? And then just see what comes in. Like, how do you, how do you get to, I mean, it's easy to think of the worst case sometimes, but how do you get centered in yourself to find that assemblage point that, that point of view to connect with that, that higher self or that dimensional self that is experiencing that abundance and that, that divine right to, to have, um, because when we have, we can give, and that's what it's all about, right? So we want to be in that place. But can you explain how, like, can you walk us through, like, what you might do if you're in this place and you're like, okay, I'm making my vision board, and, and what are three things I want to put that are up, up to my highest self? Yeah, so I think uh, for in, from an investment standpoint is, like, really thinking about is your fear of loss stronger than your hope of gain? Because if your fear of loss is stronger than the hope for gain – then you're going to always find, you're going to feel jittery. You're going to feel nervous. You're going to be calling a financial advisor. What's going on? My stock's going down. That's because your fear of loss is way stronger than the hope of gain. Because if your hope of gain were stronger than the fear of loss, then you would be thinking about what happens when it comes back. Maybe I should be buying more. Maybe I should be putting monthly sums into my money. Going down is actually a good thing because eventually in a long enough time frame, things always come back up. And then your, your uh, hope for gain needs to be stronger than fear of loss. And that's one of the things, the mindset you cultivate. And the way you cultivate that is just looking at the end goal. So not looking at, oh, I want my stock to go up and like my stock will go up, you know, like affirmations like that. It's more so what does the end goal look like? Like visualizing your end goal. Like right now, my account, let's say, is a million dollars. You want it to be $10 million is your goal. So like imagining and visualizing it it being $10 million, not it going up to $10 because then that's assuming you don't have it yet. And the way visualization and manifestation work is you're just already assuming you have it. You already have it. It's done. And then uh, you visualize that, what the end goal looks like, what my account's going to be like. Maybe I have a hundred shares of Tesla. I, at that point, I would have a thousand, right? Like ima- having that end goal in mind and then just taking actions, breaking that down in practical steps. Now, now what do I need to do to get there in the 10 years time frame? And the way you do that is then you actually have to create strategies as well. And you say, right, my end goal looks like a $10 million account. That would have 1,000 shares of Tesla or 2,000 of Amazon. Now I only have 100. Now to get there in 10 years, how many shares would I need per year to get to that level, right? And then you will break it down so you can now tell your financial advisor, hey, every month, take it out of my account, X amount of money, and just auto deposit. Don't even let me know. I don't even want to know about it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to touch it. Just let it go. Eventually, if you keep that North Star in your mind, that $10 million account, it's the North Star, you will notice in the end of 10 years, you will get there, right? But first, you have to correct your fear of loss. Uh, that If it's stronger than the hope for gain, then uh, the vision board's not going to work. So you have to cultivate that using grounding yourself, meditation, visualizing, and going through, why am I fearing that loss? What does money really mean to me? Where is that belief coming from? And then keep asking yourself, why, why, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? And getting to that point. And usually for people, it's like, oh, when I was growing up, my parents said, you know, finish the food or, you know, like uh, people in Africa are hungry. You got to finish it. So that's a scarcity mindset uh, that, oh, you have to finish it all. No, you don't. You don't have to finish it all. Right. So like cultivating that mindset, it's a process. It's not something I think people also have to be patient with themselves. It's not something that you're going to just sit one day, visualize and boom, you're there. It's a process. So you have to be patient with yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. If you made mistakes in the past, it's totally fine. We all do. I make them every day. So just move forward. Mm-hmm. 
That's such great advice because if it goes into the law of one, every it's it's the same way we deal with a relationship problem. You look at your beliefs, you look at what you grew up with, with their dysfunction in a relationship, and a lot of times we bring that. So look at your relationship with money. If, if, if it's easier for you to think about money, you know, it's sometimes it's like, Oh, I just don't want to, you know, people get like sweaty palms when they start talking about money and, you know, and I want to talk about religion and money and politics, right? Those are like the three, (laughs) but you know, you deserve abundance. So, so take that time to look at, like you're saying to people, take the time to look at your beliefs and, and what could, what could be programmed into you that is blocking your abundance. Cause it's the same kind of stuff that is blocking your abundance of happiness. You know, it's, it's, we're all, it's all that connectedness of one. So I, I, I love that perspective that just get down to get down to the nitty gritty of, of how you're feeling about it. Yeah. You just have to be in harmony. You know, just being harmony with the universe and uh, creating that harmonic lifestyle. So it's not just about getting wealth. It's not just about getting a good relationship. It's you can you can have it all. Like just have that belief that you can have it all and you deserve it all. And then just try to have a harmonic lifestyle where you are focusing on all areas. Uh, Because what happens is when you're focusing on one area only specifically, it's like a balancing wheel. If you put a lot of weight on this side, the other side naturally will go up. Right. So it's a balancing scale and creating that balance is the hard part. But I think as you focus on all areas, let me focus a little bit on my wealth, a little time for my wealth, a little time I'm going to spend on my relationships, a little time I'm going to spend on this. Then you have that well-rounded lifestyle that you're going to be proud to live into. Um, But uh, a lot of people and including myself, you know, I get caught up sometimes, too. And it's just grounding yourself, reminding yourself what you really want from life. Like, is all the money, is that really what you want? No, I want good relationships too. So then I have to spend time. I have to devote time. Otherwise, I'm not going to have it. So I think that's one of those things is just realizing that, you know, don't settle. Like, you can have it all, uh, but you have to devote time to it. So. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, there's so many, there's so many overlays that money can Money is the root of all evil. You know, you hear that. And it's like, no, you can think of, just think about all the beautiful things you would do with money. Like if someone were to give you a million dollars, like what could you, what the wonderful things you could do with that? Absolutely. And money is just a tool. It's just a resource. That's all it is. I think people pay too much. Mm-hmm. It's just energy. Yeah. It's just an exchange of energy. It's not... It's only bad if you do bad things with it. No, I mean, it only amplifies you know who you already are. So, like, if you are deep inside, and I think inherently everybody is good inside. Like, if you really take off all the filters, you know, we all want good for everybody else. That's just the highest self. Um, and I think you can use the money for a lot good. You can do a lot good with money than you could with the lack of money. So, uh, you know, let's do that. Make it happen. Mm, such great advice. Such great advice. And so the, the question that's lingering in my mind is, do you, when you're looking at companies to invest with, do you, and I know that you, you're not promising anything. This is not, this is not financial advice. This is just a general question. Um, do you look at um, who, who's running the companies? Do you look at like the culture of the company you're investing or um, do you just let, how do you how do you pick if you like say you have 
$10,000 and you want to buy shares in something, but you, you want to be, you want it to be in alignment. How, I guess that's what I'm asking. How do you get in alignment spiritually with your investments so that you're not putting money towards something that might not align with your ethics? Uh, great question. So, I mean, for me, like I trade a little bit differently, so I call it Trading and investing are two separate things. So trading would be where I'm in and out of stocks all the time. So it might not necessarily be me investing in a company and then holding it forever. It might be taking advantage of opportunities where as it goes up, I'm selling it and I'm buying it back lower. So I'm doing it more uh, mathematically based on technical analysis and charts. But when it comes to investing, for most people, what I would just suggest is, you know, don't try to pick individual stocks. Because if you're not doing this as a living and you're not researching it like a lot of people are, it's all honestly best just put it in the market, S&P 500, put it in the NASDAQ, because long term, it's historically proven to give you 9 to 10% over the long enough time frame. That's what it averages out. So that's a great way for people to invest and not even rely on any financial advisor, because uh, the returns would be about the same as a financial advisor. In fact, on a financial advisor, you'd be paying them management fees or something along those lines, which you don't have to just buy the market. And buying the market is a spiritual thing because you're supporting the economy. You're supporting, if you buy the S&P 500, there's 500 companies that are being supported with your money. Now, not only 500 companies, but those 500 companies are collectively employing millions of people. So like you are creating good if you look at it in that way. If you just look at it, oh, I'm investing, it's just money, doesn't mean a lot, then you're not going to feel in alignment with your investments. But if you really think about what that investment is causing you to do, which is supporting potentially millions of people being employed in those 500 plus companies, and then what does that mean for the suppliers? The suppliers that are supplying to the company, they're living off that now. So your money is going a lot further than you think. It's all interconnected. And I think uh, if you look at it in that perspective, then you don't even have to focus on you know, picking the right company. Because companies change. If you look at the leadership, come and go, CEOs change. Now you'll have to just constantly be doing things. And most people have a job or another business that they're not doing it full time like I am. So I would just recommend, uh, not recommend, it's not financial advice, but I know you just, in general, (laughs) that would be the right thing to do. I think that's beautiful. And, and like when it's, it's a very cool way to look at it because then when that money comes out of your account, you're not losing it. You're, you're giving it. It's part of your contribution. And that's, that's a lovely way to look at it. And then when you think about your investments, you're thinking about all those families, all those people who have dogs and those dogs that get a new toy or, you know, just all that joy that is generated, you know, not everyone has a family and, you know, maybe somebody got to buy a new car for their mom or, you know, like all those, those, scenarios that go through, you know, the the building of beautiful buildings around us, you know, people having extra money to build parks and in schools. And so it's, it's like you said, it's all connected. So maybe in your, your um, mindset, when you're investing, take it that way, instead of the, the Wall Street movies, where, you know, everything seems dark and and corrupt and you know we see all these scare these scare techniques online this oh invest in this and that and oh this is crashing and this is you know there's all these doomsday scenarios but all in all we're we're trying to keep each other afloat we're, we're all trying to you know do our best so if we hoard that's that's telling the universe we're we're lacking because we're holding on to things so your advice is to just connect in with the network and 
and have that abundant mindset because that to- that tells the universe that you're ready to receive because you're connected. If you if you put yourself in this little scared ball of of depression, you know, or of recession, and, you know, you watch the news and if you watch that ticker on the Dow Jones, that can just make you insane. Like, don't even go there, yeah. right? Like, I mean, the, the, that's actually a really good point. The way you put it is because the scarcity is when you're not putting the money in and it's a scarcity mindset. Right. And the law of the universe is the law of giving. The more you give, the more you receive. So that's how you want to look at it is the more you're putting into the market, you're giving to the universe. You're putting it out there and then it'll come back. Right. It usually comes back a lot more than what you put in. So it's the law of giving and receiving. And that's a great point that you made is like if you have the scarcity mindset and you're not putting in because what if I lose it all? Then your fear of loss is already stronger. And if you're not putting in, you're not going to receive. So that's the example of the fear of loss is greater than the, 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 um, how did you say the fear of loss is greater? Hope for hope for gain. I love that. That's, I'm gonna put that in the show notes because it's so wonderful. Yeah. So you have a book. Tell us about your book and, and, um, how, how my audience can, can get it. So my book is called uh, prepping for success, 10 keys for making it in life. So I published it in uh, 2018 and, uh, originally the book started off just as notes to myself. Like, hey, Anmol, these are the things you need to do right, for the next 10 years to get to where you want to be. And it, the book has nothing to do with investing. It has nothing to do with trading. It's literally all about mindset, personal development, and everything that I've learned over the years studying these things and spending a lot of money personally on workshops, seminars, books, programs, because I've just always been so curious about it. So it's the culmination of everything that I've learned, everything that I've gathered, put together in like just 10 keys that if people master those – It'll completely change their life. And uh, one of the keys I'll give people and I'll leave that with is integrity. Just being a person of integrity, which means doing what you said you're going to do and then doing it when you said you're going to do it. Because that shows the universe that you believe in your own word. You said you're going to do something and wow, you did it, right? That builds your self-confidence. That builds your self-esteem. That puts out positive vibes into the universe. So being a person of integrity is extremely key. Because when you're not in alignment with your integrity, you will have self-doubt. You will have low self-esteem. And you're not putting in positive vibes to the universe. You're not going to receive the same back. It's the boomerang effect. So uh, that's some of the things that I talk about in the book. And uh, Amazon, I guess Barnes & Nobles, those would be the best places for people to get it. Uh, but the website is uh, preppingforsuccess.com. Well, great. Well, thank you, Emil. Um, I just, I just adore how you shared with the, you know, the, the connection. And I'm so, I'm so honored that you agreed to be on the show because I reached out to you. I was like, Hey, my listeners need your message and you showed up. So, so I, I show much gratitude and um, abundance toward your you know, giving spirit. I appreciate it. Thank you. It was great chatting with you as well. Yes, and I'll put your um, the link to the Amazon, uh, your book on Amazon, and your website in the show notes for everyone to, you know, check it out. It's it's practical. It's you know something that we tend to avoid because it's like we don't understand it all the time. But um, I think that your advice is very sage and, and it's practical and and it's and it's a fun way to think about investing. So I love Perfect. it. I just love Appreciate it. Thank that. you. Good chatting with you as well. <laughs> Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for being here. I do appreciate you listening and sharing these episodes. I just know that sharing hope and love and magic in your life can change things. And so it's just so wonderful to have you here. Please go to my website and comment if you have anything to add or share about any episodes. 
Um, my website is www.youneedapeptalk.com. I also have a free energy video on there that you're welcome to to check out. So I'd be happy to connect with you there. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, every day is a chance to live the life of your dreams. So go get it and have a great day. Take care.